Welcome back to the Roadie Medic Podcast, the podcast about the people who make up the life of life events. Yes, it's April 2021. It's been a very, very, very long year. And as part of the easing of lockdown restrictions in the UK, the government sent me an email the other day to get my second jab, to roll my sleeves up, do the right thing, and to release some mini retros from the Roadie Medic podcast. Now to explain what a mini retro is, it's a condensed short form, easy to digest version of some very, very long involved recordings I did with some very interesting and exciting bands and artists and colleagues and professionals. To find out more, you're going to have to follow this. This is the Roadie Medic podcast with mini retros, taking a look back at 2020. So welcome back to the Roadie Medic podcast. It's the third recording for today. It's the day after Glastonbury. So we're hitting it hard. We've had three recordings. We've had the, the medical director of um, Glastonbury earlier this morning. We've had the psychedelic rock band Gold Ray at lunchtime. And for dinner or for tea, depending on where you're from in the country or in the world, we're going to meet the New York Brass Band. In this episode, we'll be putting some brass, some jazz, some ska, some reggae into your COVID audio antidote. We're going to meet the New York Brass Band. They are stalwarts at festivals all over the world. They've played Glasto umpteen times. They've played on top of the Palace of Westminster while somehow simultaneously playing at Notting Hill Carnival. Check their social media if you want to see how it's done. And this weekend, to commemorate Glasto weekend, the band were out in full force delivering the essential government-approved, socially distanced street party delivery service. We'll be hearing about that a bit later. James, uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, good evening. It's good to be good to be here. Good to talk to you. So, what's been up with the with the New York Brass Band since the last time I saw you guys? Yeah, well, we've been busy. We've been all over the world playing in various places. Uh, we'd yeah, we we just did Carnival in Rio de Janeiro, and that was uh, end of February, start of March. So. We we did ten days in Rio and then came back and virtually the the following week lockdown wow. started. So we what? went from from one extreme of just the busiest, <laughs> liveliest place that you could possibly be, and then suddenly it all came crashing down. And, and had you got sort of stuff lined up for immediately after, or were you having a bit of a break anyway? Or no, we don't we don't have a break. <laughs> We were, I was looking at it. It's like you guys do about two hundred gigs a year. Yeah, we our regular gigs are, are wedding parties. Yeah, you know, we do. We do. We can do an afternoon drinks reception, all very respectable, and we can do an evening an evening party. The brides like us because we can do this surprise entrance, and there'd be no no sign of a band. And I mean, it was it was cool because I I wasn't expecting to see you guys at Glastonbury. I had no awareness of you guys, and then yeah, you popped up, and it was such a performance. And you know, this is the thing that you guys do. And I think if you haven't seen these guys, when we can get out in crowds, you should. They just get into the crowd, and and before you know it, you're part of it. So it's it's really cool to see that playing in in Rio. How did that How did that gig come up? Uh, we have a we have a friend who is originally from Doncaster, which is quite a a hub of of jazz there's lots of jazz goes on in Doncaster 
he went out to Rio probably 10 years ago and went to Carnival and basically just never came back. Um, and he set up a, a, a charity called Favela Brass, which the aim of which is to teach the kids in, a, in the favelas to play brass instruments and stay on the straight and narrow. And so we, a few years ago, a few of the lads went out and had a great time. They came back and said, we've got to make this a regular thing. So we now fundraised through the year, selling CDs, doing gigs, and we, we raised some money for Favela Brass. And then once a year, coordinated with Carnival, we go over and we do some school workshops in the, in the Rio schools. And when Carnival starts, all the kids in Rio are, are kind of put away, safe from Carnival. And, and uh, we, we do Carnival for five days, which is just roaming the streets, joining parades and blockos. It's, uh, amazing. it's so amazing. As, as a player, does that take some kind of extra preparation? Like how many hours do you play in, in a day? Oh, you can, you can get trapped in a blocko, which is down just narrow back streets and you're just surrounded and the only way to go is forward and <laughs> sometimes they can last three hours where you're just parading in the in the heat and um yeah obviously rio's now in brazil is in terrible trouble with yeah. the virus and from what i've heard that carnival was part of the of a gathering where it where the virus started to take mm -hmm. hold but we just just managed to miss it i think and have you guys been well then You'd be naked. Yeah, yeah. And, and how many did you take out to Rio? Um, I think nine of us went. There's a huge bunch of you, because at Glasgow it looked like more than nine. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a band and I've got a, a full band of depths. So if somebody's ill or if somebody is yeah. on holiday, I've got, I've got a ready-made person to come in. So Glastonbury's kind of like a standardisation meeting where the whole New York Brass Band family get together and we, we hammer all those tunes for, for five days. And everybody knows how to play every tune, what the tempo is supposed to be, what the style is supposed to be, what the dance moves are. So Glasto is a, gr a great kind of way for us to just all, all get together and make make, it, make sure we're all playing from the same hymn sheet. To be honest, it's, it's, Monday, it's Monday night as, as we, we're speaking. Yeah. We, we started staying at Glastonbury on the Monday because we were invited by the, the guy who runs Shangri-La Mm -hmm. to play at the staff party which is on the monday evening ah. so we had the we had the pleasure of staying staying on site on the monday and then going to the shangri-la staff party which is the craziest place in the world i don't know whether you've spent no. much time down in shangri-la <laughs> shangri-la is the on the naughty corner and it's where <laughs> all the crazy stuff happens late at night and so um yeah, it was it was good to do that. So yeah, in in a parallel universe, we would still be on site at Glastonbury now. Yeah. And so how many how many Glastons have you guys done now? It's we've done five. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So, so as a newbie, you know, after finishing my med shift, I'd I'd go out and, and have a bit of a wander with the missus, and she's like, "Hey, look, can you get into these staff bars? There, these secret places where there's people with the secret passes can get in." And and I was like, "Oh, I don't really know about that." You know, I'm such a bad blagger, but um, but it was amazing. Yeah, you go into these places and it's just stuff's happening. It's like very, it feels like a very creative environment. It's meeting other people, all doing interesting things. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You definitely get yeah, that. the staff, the 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 staff bar at 
theater and circus is really really good he put they put really good quality acts mm-hmm. uh on in the in the in the staff bar and it's a it's a whole but it's if you've got a medical pass i think i think you could get get into t and c staff bar there's a way that there's a way in down the back of down the back of the of the medical tent have you been have you worked in the medical tent uh near there's one cabaret isn't near, there? yeah uh, that's yeah. the one if you were working there you'd be able to blank your way into backstage mm-hmm. definitely. okay i'll try that next time <laughs> that's what i ended up at that medical uh, medical tent because i i I was a bit merry and I tripped off one of the metal roadways and I just cut my uh, cut my ankle and it needed some stitches in it. So I ended up in there and had got some very good treatment. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but these things happen, isn't it? And so in a way, that's, that's what we're there for. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you guys are between sort of a nine sort of core in the band going out to Rio to maybe a couple of 30, 40 of you, probably, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, we can we can function as a five piece, mm-hmm. but we can go up as, you know, when there's when there's the whole team are there, uh, there can be 20, 20, 22 of us at, at, the, at the backs. And then how did most of you get into brass? Because I guess Yorkshire, just to me, kind of makes me think of sort of mining bands and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I used to be um, a music teacher in a secondary school. And so I was head of music. And I used to start each lesson off with a, with a YouTube clip of something of a different style of music. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when Hurricane Katrina hit, New Orleans. I was kind of picking up all these snippets from from New Orleans, and I was mm. playing them to the kids in class, saying, "Look at the flooding in New Orleans. Look at look at the strife, and and look at how the musicians are, are trying to trying to work through the through the devastation of Hurricane Katrina." And my sixth form groups really enjoyed it, and we we decided to put a band together as a sixth form lunchtime club. Um, based on New York playing New Orleans music and as the as the years rolled over they went off to music college and um and we just kept playing we went busking in York got a great response and then I think we were three years in and my wife just said this band is getting so busy that you're gonna have to stop teaching so at, at the age of whatever uh I handed my resignation in, in at school, and I, I just left. And we uh, got on a plane to Croatia that next day to a, to a festival in Croatia. And uh, yeah, we've been full time since then. Do like, share, subscribe, heckle and cheer at Aaron Castro ED on Twitter and possibly Rody Medic on Instagram. Let me know if you find me there.
Hi, I'm Sam from Reflex Medical and we're really pleased to be working in association with the Roadie Medic. We're your complete one-stop shop for pre-hospital care equipment, from bandages to defibrillators and everything in between. Our range is continually expanding and is comprised of some of the leading brands in the pre-hospital arena. We only sell equipment we would be happy using in our own event medical work as we know our customers deserve the best. We can supply bespoke and fully kitted bags and can offer leasing or hire options to help you get started. Contact us today on hello at reflexmedical.co.uk or give us a call on 0800 862 0344. Get 10% off everything in our range when you use the code RODIMEDIC at checkout at reflexmedical.co.uk. There's no minimum order and delivery is free when you spend £20 or more.